Hey everyone, it's your girl, Chocolate Thunder, and I just wanted to stop in for a bonus episode. Um, I'm really just gonna show like um, a clip from, um, I guess you could call it a podcast that I'm doing with my mom for a program um, at her school. She's working on her doctorate and um we got to sit down and have conversations about her premarital counseling sessions and her marriage continuum program she's the co-owner of um a program entitled wings and she talks about what the origination of wings is and what these different segments are going to be about and i just wanted you guys to tune into it because it's actually pretty good and the episode that I'm going to play today is the first episode and she's in the process of making different episodes she has I think two episodes out and more to come throughout this this year 2021 and I think it's really something that we need and they are faith-based but I don't necessarily feel like you have to be faith-based I really think that this has to be something that everyone dives into because it's really um, timely information for people in relationships, whether you're in a faith-based relationship or not. I really think that she talks about some key elements in this first podcast. She's talking about the importance of premarital counseling, and it's from a Christian standpoint. So if you're not a Christian, I know you're probably like, fast forward, click, get off, whatever. Um, then it's not for you. And honestly, I think you're missing out. But um, even if it's if you're not a Christian, but you're curious, I really think you should dive in. Um, Again, the episode is only about 20 minutes. It's pretty short. And I think um, if you want to get in contact with her, if you have any questions, concerns, or anything like that, you can email her at plan c c c s at yahoo.com for more information that's plan c c c s dot com i'm sorry at yahoo.com for more information and that's a great way for you to get in contact with her her name is cheryl alexander she's my mom she actually was a She was on an episode, like one of the first few episodes I did for 2021. So you can dive into that episode as well. Here, it's um, on Summaries with Chalk. And that episode was called Color Me Enneagram. And we talk about that. And we dive more into the Enneagrams on her podcast called Wings with Cheryl, which I love. I love the um, concept of wings. And if you don't know what it means, then that's all the more reason for you to tune into her episodes. Wings with Cheryl. So sit back, relax. Here we go. Hey, guys, it's Michelle Alexander. And today I'm going to be interviewing Cheryl Alexander. She's a licensed professional counselor supervisor. She's a doctorate student at North Central University. And uh, 
She is the co-founder of WINGS. And can you tell us what WINGS is? I know it's an acronym for something. Mm-hmm. Well, right now it's uh, Wounded in Need of God's Shelter. Okay. And those acronyms are under construction, trying to make it something more positive. Um, actually, we came up with the, uh, the initials WINGS first. Uh, because wings represent the eagle's wings, which are strong, um, which are uh, a symbol of strength and endurance. Mm-hmm. And so cat can uh, carry a heavy burden. And so when you talk about marriage, that kind of encompasses what marriage involves. Okay. So... This first session, mm-hmm. we're going to be focusing on the importance of premarital counseling. Okay. The importance of premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're really going to focus today on questions that need answers. Mm-hmm. So, some of the questions that need answers that you may ask when you're counseling um, a couple um, are things like Are you living together? And are you pregnant? Do you want to break down these questions as we go along? Yeah, because um, a lot of times, uh, first of all, people don't think premarital counseling is necessary. Hmm. But it really is. You should, uh, the ideal time to uh, uh, date and to get engaged is 24 months. Hmm. And a lot of times nowadays, it's very common for couples to just move in together. And then say, well, we're going to see if, we, if we're marriage material. But then living together really isn't like marriage because it's, it involves much more than just living together. Anybody can live together. You can be roommates. But, um, and then are you pregnant? Uh, again, shotgun weddings still exist. They don't just have shotguns like they used to have in the olden days. But a lot of couples will be, you know, someone will be pregnant. So someone to say, well, we need to get married or we want to get married. And then there's no foundation of dating and getting to know each other, whatever. And so because of the pregnancy, a lot of couples end up getting married. Um, so we don't have baby mamas and baby daddies and that type of thing. Mm, okay. Um, all right. So the next questions that we're going to talk about are, are you Christians? And have you given your lives over to Jesus? And is he the Lord of your lives? So explain this. Well, you know, religion, uh, many times couples will get together and you'll have one person who may be religious and the other person may be atheist or maybe believe in God and not really want to go to church or grow up going to church. And so it's a conversation that needs to to be had. Uh, Couples that, um, you know, it's not like if you don't believe in Jesus, you won't have a good marriage. I think the point here is that if you are both believers, then how does that fit? Where does that, where does that play a role in your marriage? And so a lot of times, like you see the next question, do you believe God brought you together? Mm -hmm. Um, And do you believe you have his blessings to get married? So, you know, sometimes people will get married and then they'll say, you know, I, I, I felt like this was a mistake the, the, on the wedding day. Mm. Well, that's not really a good time 
to decide that you're not interested. You're going to get married anyway, <laughs> but you 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 have that sixth sense or that gut feeling or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. that this is a mistake, and yet you still get married. Um, conversations that need to be had. These are just these are hard questions, and sometimes people don't want to have the straight talk conversations. Yeah. I see the necessary. Uh, the necessity, I mean, Mm -hmm. of it because, yeah, like you said, these are hard questions, Mm -hmm. but it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of things in this world and in this life, they're awkward conversations, Mm -hmm. like whether it be about race or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all kind of things. That's the one thing that comes to my mind because of the times we're in, but Mm -hmm. people are like uncomfortable. They don't want to talk about it, Mm -hmm. but that's really a sign to me that it is a necessary thing to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. um, So... Another question that 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 I I love to read is, are you committed to the marriage until death? Because ooh, because people be like, I'm tired of this. I'm mm-hmm. done. They give mm-hmm. up so quickly, so mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. They want to get out, and they mm-hmm. they think that marriage is a walk in the park, and there shouldn't be this many trials. But that's what to me makes a marriage grow stronger. So. This is what they're feeling like premarital. Like, will you be able to commit to something when you die? Because those are some of the vows that you say in front of people, you know? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Well, you know, and then again, it's funny. You'll have people say, I don't believe in God. But then they'll have a wedding and, okay. and make a vow to God. Yes. That I'm going to marry. You have these two imperfect people making a perfect vow to be together until death do you part. And so a lot of times people don't understand that that commitment is so serious mm-hmm. and that um, making this commitment involves till death do you part. That, mm-hmm. That's a real serious um, uh, commitment. And sometimes people don't understand that. Um, they will, um, you know, like you, they get married and somebody say something they don't like and so... They decide, well, I don't want to get married. Or they have baggage. Uh, they've watched their mother uh, go in and out of relationships or their father not make a commitment or or they saw their parents not have a healthy relationship or someone mm-hmm. in their lives. And so they base marriage based on what that relationship yes, is. what they've seen. Yeah, and so it's easy to get in front of someone at a, at a wedding and say, yeah, I'll be married to this person till death does, you know, do his part. But when the rubber meets the road, um, sometimes <laughs> they ready to uh, <laughs> okay be like, all right, rubber, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. I yeah. wonder if if you've ever. This is a random question, but mm-hmm. have you ever been to a wedding? Because you know they say like, speak now, forever hold your peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard or seen anyone say like, I gotta speak now, mm-hmm. I gotta stop this? I've never seen that. Yeah, but, uh, movies. Yeah, you know, no, I've seen it on movies, movies, of course, yeah. but like in real life. Yeah. Because I wonder, you know, I've been to some weddings and it's so funny because the weddings that I'm thinking about, they are they are not together. They mm-hmm. are divorced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget because I was I was a bridesmaid in that wedding. And um, like you should have spoke up. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't really necessarily feel it, but I saw the how the bride was acting. She, mm-hmm. she was like weird the whole day, like mm-hmm. uncomfortable. She was mm-hmm. angry, and child, we were putting the decorations up for them. Mm-hmm. Like it was at a cool place, but like 
she didn't have decorators and like we like I literally came there just to come there mm-hmm. and <laughs> I ended up being the decorator and I'm not a decorator. So mm-hmm. that's when I knew right then mm-hmm. like something ain't right and I brought the boyfriend that I was dating at the yeah. time and we yeah. both felt the same thing and when they were giving like shout outs you know they do like mm-hmm. toast mm-hmm. everybody was making fun of the husband like mm-hmm. cracking jokes on him mm-hmm. and I was like mm-hmm. I don't know about this it felt so uncomfortable yeah and then well you know sometimes people are more in love with the wedding than they are with the marriage and yes, so yeah the commitment thing is really serious because people just don't understand it commitment what does that actually mean yes you know defining the word commitment is so important mm-hmm. um then uh, like the next question are you uh, are you active in church mm-hmm. another another serious question that could cause a lot of conflict if one person goes to church and the other one does not um mm-hmm. i i was mm-hmm. uh working with someone one time and the guy said the only reason why he even went to church was because he was jealous of his wife going because he thought other men would be hitting on her if she weren't with him. Oh, man. So what? he didn't even understand the concept of going to church. Right. Like, he only went to see if if his wife was... I'm not even there for was, God. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you have a different uh, attitude about... Um, about church yes. you know what and is so, that what does that mean what does church mean what does it look like yes i was just going to ask you so mm-hmm. do you have this question as something you guys talk about in a premarital counseling session mm-hmm. session to see like where is their heart for christ like where well, does it stand with well, him maybe not necessarily to see where their heart is for christ but are they on the same page okay that the whole all of these questions are to see if you're on these are these are crucial conversation questions mm-hmm are you are you on the same page? Because if you're not on the same page, it's cute when you're dating, okay. but it's not cute when you when when the dust settles and you're living in the same place mm-hmm. and you're you know it's different when you move in. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. different when you move in. So these questions are to just initiate the hard conversation. Okay, mm-hmm. I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. This next question, mm-hmm. I pre- there's like several like elements yeah. to these questions. Yeah. So it's, have you been married before? Mm-hmm. If so, is it over? Mm-hmm. I like that. And is your divorce final? Mm-hmm. Have you discussed this together? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that marriage did not work, what makes you think this marriage will be okay? And what are you going to do to make sure... You will not repeat the same mistakes. Ooh, child, you be yeah. asking people this? Is this real stuff y'all ask? Yeah. Oh, child, real. I see why this people are scared. Real. Yeah. Okay. Well, cause... you know, because a lot of times people get married and they divorce and they, are they separate. It's not done, done. Yeah, are they separate. And maybe the paperwork says the marriage is over, but... Are you emotionally over the Man, person? I feel this like just from a like dating standpoint. It's yes. like, yeah, we done, but yes. like I be calling them, I be calling mm-hmm. them when I'm bored or sad or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like the yeah. loneliness is real, and it's like mm-hmm. the quote that I think about is, "A lonely night is far more acceptable than a regrettable one." Mm-hmm. And I believe that. I've mm-hmm. lived that. I know that to be true. And I feel like several people, men and mm-hmm. women, they understand that. And yeah. I, I yeah. see why you're asking that because mm-hmm. this is. 
a different level. You're, it's a level up from dating. You're trying to like, s- s- like solidify yeah. this thing and yeah. make it a, a, a unit. You like, know, if you look at Genesis and he said, man and woman became one. Yes. Uh-huh. And, that, and therefore you leave and cleave and become one. Mm-hmm. And leaving and cleaving is what people don't get. Mm-hmm. Leaving means leaving. Everybody else is out. Yes. You and this Leaving partner. Your father, your father and mother. You and this partner become a united front. Yes. And people don't understand what that looks like, especially if they don't have the models of it. So having this hard conversation uh, gives them uh, a platform to discuss. Mm-hmm. And if they haven't thought about it, you know, sometimes you think about it, but you don't talk about it. And so yes. if you don't talk about it, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm. And so if they choose to go to mar- marital counseling, to me, uh, you know, when you come to therapy and you have been married and you're on your fourth marriage and you've never had premarital counseling, what does that say? That says yes. that there's something going on that you're not willing to bend or you're not willing to compromise or you're not willing to commit. And so Ooh. when you talk about is the marriage over, you know, um, you're looking at what does your family think about marrying a divorced person? And, and if they're children, where does that spouse fit into that picture? Because mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though they're divorced, that, that ex-spouse is still a part of that person's life mm-hmm. until death, mm-hmm. especially if they have children. And mm. so it, it involves more than just, I'm, I'm divorced, I'm moving on. It involves a lot more than that. You know, mm. there could be money connections, there could be family connections, friend connections, children, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's, ooh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And this uh, question that we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna end it on before we get into like another session mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. is: Have you ever been sexually active with others? I'm like, child, the questions keep coming, <laughs> child. This this is real. So yeah. I'm just wondering, like, yeah. you say you and you're you're asking both parties this yes. question. Yes. So I was because yes. I was thinking about that in the last question: mm-hmm. Have you ever been married before? Like, yeah. what if mm-hmm. what if they both Say yes, I've been married. Yes, yes. I've been divorced. Yes, yes, I've been sexually active yes. with other people. Like, yes. what? What do you say to these things? And so, when you ask that question, to say they say yes to me, mm-hmm. I can say to the other spouse, "How do you feel about that answer?" Okay. How do you feel about that answer? Now, if you with someone who's insecure, this is where that personality thing comes in. We'll talk about that more when we get down to the other sessions with Enneagram. Because when you deal with some personalities, you know, they may be jealous of that or can they move forward? Mm-hmm. And so nowadays, I hate to say I, I need to get the numbers on how many people are actually virgins when they get married. It's a higher mm. number that are not compared to, say, like when your grandmother was a kid or yes. I was a kid. It's yes. probably even less than when I was a kid. And I think as each generation goes, um, it, it gets it, the number gets smaller. So you're, sometimes your generation, what do they call you, Generation X? Y'all generation, gen- yeah, I think I was going to say Z, but no, yeah. I think it's X. Yeah, so your generation, we're the baby boomers. So baby boomers have a different opinion, you know, depending on, depending on the age of the couple that I talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby boomers would have a different opinion about that, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. depending on how much self-confidence they have, 
how much uh, how secure they feel in themselves. Right. They can answer this question, say, I'm okay with that. It's no big deal to me. I can move forward. It's, it is what it is. It was before you met me, that type of thing. Whereas someone else that doesn't feel good about themselves right. would have a problem with that. And that would tell you there's some red flags saying mm-hmm. danger, Will Robinson, danger. You know, you may yeah. not want to, you may want to reconsider. And have you ever been in a situation where, say, you're premarital counseling? And I, I have a couple of questions. So the mm-hmm. first one is, have you ever been in a situation where you're counseling someone and they see the red flags in that session and mm-hmm. then they decide, like, no, we can't get married? And my, that's my first question. My second question is, how many, like, sessions do you do before you say, okay, yes, you passed the test or whatever, you, you can get married or... Do you ever say to them, like, I don't think you're ready? Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Well, as a therapist, our job is not to tell you what to do. Okay. Our job is just to present the information. Right. And you, you get to choose. Now, sometimes I do see the red flags. I do see the okay. red flags. Yeah. But it's not my job to say, red flag, red yes, flag, child. red flag. And I'm sure they see the red flags yeah. too, man. And so you say, what you can say is, um, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, that... Uh, let's say, for example, uh, you may have some a guy that feels like, well, I, I'm gonna get married, but I'm still gonna see other people. Ooh, child. Okay, so so Ooh, uh-uh. if you if the wife is okay with that, that's a red flag for me. I can't make. I have to make sure my values and morals don't inter- interfere with the counseling. My right, job right, is a right, facilitator. Right. I just facilitate it. Ooh, it's hard being a facilitator. Yeah, it is. But, you know, you have to facilitate it in a way to where the couple can see what's out there. Mm-hmm. And you have to guide them in having the, the hard conversation. You also have to be comfortable with silence. So if somebody okay. throws something out there... And you know that you know when you guys say crickets, crickets. Yes. Sometimes it gets like that, and so you have wow. to just sit still, be quiet, let them come up with ideas, and then you just say things like you make guided comments. What are your thoughts about that? How do you feel about that? Can you live with that? If mm. not, if they say no, you say, why can't you live with that? Explain that to your spouse or explain that to your partner what your challenges are with that. You see, so I'm guiding them to have the crucial conversation Mm -hmm. without me saying, you're going to hell. and That's not my job. My job is to facilitate, which is why it's so important because once you, you ever, you ever been somewhere and you have a challenge and you get stuck and then you say it out loud, you know, like you go to someone and say, I need to talk to you. And you say, okay. And then you start talking Mm-hmm. And before the person even understands what you're saying, you understand what why you were stuck because yeah, you said yeah, it yeah. out loud? Yes. Okay, that's the same process. I was just thinking that when you were saying, I said, I was yes. thinking these questions that yeah. she's asking are yeah. very simple, yeah. but they're so complex. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it is, it does sometimes take you saying it out loud because yes. you can formulate all kind of stuff in your mind. I do that all yes. the time. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. you know, like, oh my gosh, like I was worried about groceries. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, mm-hmm. you, you make all these scenarios that mm-hmm. aren't, that never happened, mm-hmm. can't happen. Yeah. And they seem so real in mm-hmm. your head. Then you say it out loud and then you get confirmation from your partner yeah. or from even maybe your therapist yes. saying like, yes. you know, I don't, I think that's out of line. I think that's, yeah. you know, not yeah. necessarily true or yeah. whatever. 
you know yeah. Yeah. I call those ants your automatic yeah. negative thoughts because yes. most of the time they're negative yes. thoughts you know yes, exactly. so um so yeah exactly. that was I'm like dang um that was only the first session yeah. so um yeah. we're gonna take a quick break and mm-hmm. we'll be back with more questions Okay, I really hope you enjoyed that. And, you know, we kind of ended it like abruptly, like um, tune in. We'll be right back kind of thing. But um, that's just all the more reason for you to tune in to Wings with Cheryl to find out um, just more about the marriage continuum as we dive into these things. And I'm not going to lie, guys, as I was interviewing her, I really felt like I was being therapized, you know, uh, and learning more about marriages and relationships in general. And a lot of the stuff you kind of know through experience, but you kind of don't realize how blind you can be to certain situations. Like um, I got myself into several terrible situations, but they weren't all terrible. You know, the situation that I'm in now is actually quite beautiful, but, um, you know, we're just, um, we've been together at a distance for about three years. So it's kind of crazy. But, um, you know, this whole, like, these conversations are helping me dive into, you know, growing spiritually from a distance so that when we are together again, we'll be more spiritually mature. And I really, I'm just, um, I'm inspired and I'm honored to be you know, a part of this program with her and I'm, I'm honored to be her child. And it really just reminds me of God's love for me. And, uh, yeah, like I definitely recommend it. And I say tune on in and get, get, get with the program. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I'll see you next time because that about sums it up with summaries with Chuck.